What's going on everybody? My name is Connor Clark and welcome back to Real Estate Agent Radio. So here's the big mystery. How do frustrated real estate agents like us, who are sick and tired of cold calling, door knocking, and trying to get Facebook ads to work, who want to grow a million dollar business, how do we generate high quality real estate leads that actually convert into commission, yet still have plenty of time for our family, friends, and the rest of our lives? That's the blaring question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share my journey to seven figures and beyond. My name is Connor Clark, and welcome to Real Estate Agent Radio. So a couple of years ago now, I was at a conference, and there was a very, very successful agent up on stage giving a a presentation and a talk, and something that really struck me was how... um, a strategy that he had implemented into his business when he first started out, when he first came into the industry, and he was only um, 19 when he started, so he was very young when he joined the industry, but there was something in particular that he did when he first got into the business that was just genius, and it has allowed his business to grow and scale and just explode um, in recent years um, and at the beginning of his career as well. It's probably the best piece of new agent marketing that I have ever heard about and the best story that I've ever heard in terms of a new agent coming into a new area and building credibility um, and getting people to know who they are. Now, the title of this episode is The Purple purple Cow. Now, what is The Purple Cow? The Purple Cow is based on the principle by an author, Seth Godins, who wrote a book called The Purple Cow, Transform Your Business by Being Rememberable. Now, how do you do that? You do that by standing out. And this story of this new agent is an absolute epitome of being the purple cow. Um, So the agent's name um, is Marty Fox. He's based in Melbourne, Australia. Um, And when he was first starting his career, he was 19. He was brand new to the industry, brand new to his area. No one knew who he was. Now, he knew when he first went out on his own that what he needed to do was get people to know who he was. He needed to get his name out there so that people would relate Marty Fox with real estate and they'd be more likely to call him if they had a listing. Um, but, so, um, but he knew that what he needed to do was to stand out. See, what he wanted was to get people to talking, to get leads, to get listings, to get clients. But, he, but the way that he worked and the way that he, he, he told the story was that he didn't want to do it in the traditional way. He knew that he needed to stand out. And he knew that if he did the things that other agents were doing to generate business and generate leads and to get get their name out there, it was never going to stand out. Um, So one of the biggest problems I did in my business when I first started out when I was trying to get my name out there is that I did mailbox and letterbox cards. The problem with that is that every single other agent in my marketplace was doing letterbox cards, so it did not stand out. I was never going to get my name out there and people were never going to remember me because I was doing the exact same thing that everyone else was doing. Lesson learned. Well, Marty Fox was different. He knew that um, he didn't have much money at the time, so he didn't have money to waste on any sort of advertising like so many new agents do when they first get into the business. Um, so he didn't want to waste any of that money on things that weren't going to work. He wanted to do something that was relatively cheap so he didn't have any money. Um, but he also wanted to do something that would have mass impact, get people talking and get them to remember who he was. He wanted to actually be effective and, and in getting his name out there and so many other ways that agents launch their businesses just don't do that. 
Um, in terms of, you, every single agent can go out there and cold call and door knock and do all of these things, but these are things that every single other agent is already doing in your marketplace, so you don't get that purple cow mentality and no one remembers who you are. Um, <clears throat> he also was dealing with all those insecurities that every single new agent starts off with because you just don't think you're good enough. You don't think that you deserve the clients. There's all sorts of... Um, insecurities and mental battles that you need to overcome in terms of building a successful business. Now, when he, when he decided to launch his business, um, like I said, he didn't have a heap of money. He wasn't, he, he, and he wanted to have a mass impact. So how was he going to do that? He had to, he, and what he did was he sat down and he thought of a whole bunch of creative ways that he could actually launch his business. And the one that he realized, um, what he realized when he was doing all that, that is that Whatever he did and whatever strategy he implemented, he needed to be different. He needed to do something that no one else had ever done and he needed to get heaps of people talking. If it was different, it would be rememberable. And if it was rememberable, people would start talking and they would remember and relate his name with real estate. So what he decided to do and the plan that he decided to implement, which was genius in my opinion, was what he did was he wrote a very, very simple A4. He created a very, very simple A4 document, put it in landscape. I'm giving you all the details here, he made it in landscape, and all he wrote on the page was one sentence, and that was, who is Marty Fox? In clear writing, bold, right in the center, who is Marty Fox? Then what he did was he printed off a thousand or, uh, uh, it was a thousand or two thousand pieces of paper, however many, um, enough to cover his entire farm area, his entire patch, and he printed off as many as he needed, all in A4, one-sided, who is Marty Fox, the only thing printed on them. He printed them off. Then what he did was all he did was he folded them up. He didn't put them in envelopes. He didn't make them look pretty. All he did was fold them in half, and then he went and put them in every single mailbox in his area. Now, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I'm not a massive fan of um, letterbox marketing or um, direct mail or anything like that, but when you do it in a way like this where it just stands out so much and is so creative and the barriers of people actually getting it is so low... And it is absolute a genius way to get your name out there and to build your business. You see, people who are going to their letterboxes, they're going to go in there and there's going to be a single sheet of paper. The chances of them opening that single sheet of paper is very, very high. Why? Because there's no letter. It, it, when, it is very unusual that you get a single sheet of paper with no envelope, nothing in your letterbox. You don't relate it with anything. So it's not very hard to open it and read it. Then what would happen is when people got this letter and they read it, all they would get is who is Marty Fox. It is so random and so um, unique and so different to anything else that anyone else is doing. The chances are that they will open it and they will have questions as to who is Marty Fox. They will remember who that is. Now, something that Marty Fox didn't do, which would have been amazing, is he could have done it in a series. He could have done um, you know, five of them over a five period of time. The next one could, going out could have been something like, seriously, who is Marty Fox? People would have started getting this letter over and over and, and um, <clears throat> beginning to relate this name as someone in the community that they need to know, which is what you want as a real estate agent. You want to become the mayor of your area, the mayor of your patch and of your farm area. You want people to know who your name is. If they know who your name is, they're much more likely to call you in when they're looking to sell or looking to buy. And that is half the battle, just getting your name out there and getting as many people as possible to know who you are. Now, after he did this, of course, he, has, he had absolutely no idea if it ever helped anyone um, call, if it helped him list any more properties or, or, or sign up any more buyers. There's no way to track it. It's letterbox marketing. There is no way to actually track anything to do with this. But was the genius thing about it 
is that do you think when people got this single sheet of paper that said, who is Marty Fox, do you think they remembered his name? Of course they did. Do you think a whole heap of them may have even looked him up to find out who he was, searched him on social media, searched him on Google, um, trying to find out who this person was? Of course they did. Um, and then what happened because of that is that later down the line, once he started listing a few properties he would, and going into listing presentations, he would call, go into these listing presentations and people would look at him funny because they, they just would remember what it was. And then there would be moments where he'd be talking to people on a listing presentation or talking to buyers at open homes or talking to neighbours at open homes and people would just click as to who he was. And people would remember getting that sheet of paper and looking him up online and remembering... And, and even years later, people would remember that he, had, he was the agent and he was the person who had gone around and put that really simple sheet of paper all over his marketplace. And because of that, he was able to grow a very, very um, large business very quickly. In, turn, in fact, um, in his first year of, of, of selling real estate, he wrote over a million dollars in commission in his first 12 months. And since then, he has gone on to be a multi-million dollar commission writer. He has multiple offices, he has his own brand, and he has just exploded. He's probably the number one agent in all of Australia in terms of recognition and of people knowing who he is. In fact, I'm pretty sure he's about to launch his own TV show, which will be the first one down there in Australia about real estate agents. That's how much and how effective the strategies that he implements into his business of doing things differently have allowed him to grow. Now, when I heard this story and I heard that he had done something like this, um, I remembered something that happened in my childhood um, you know, a very long time ago and I still remember it to this day. Um, <clears throat> it's not a particularly good story but it's something that I just remember. I remember growing up one day, I woke up in the morning and um, all over my neighborhood there was this one particular name. Um, someone had gone around and spray painted and graffitied this one p person's name um, um, uh, it was Shane. Shane is a, and then that he'd, he'd apparently done something very horrible to a woman, which I do not, um, uh, I do not encourage, but he had, he'd basically beaten up his girlfriend or something like that. But someone, and I told you, it's not a good story. Um, but in terms of marketing, there's a very important lesson here. So someone had gone around and said, Shane Gold is, uh, beat up his girlfriend. Um, they didn't use those words. Um, but they, they'd spray painted that all over my neighborhood, all over the suburb that I grew up in. It was at the local McDonald's, it was at the grocery store on a wall, it was spray painted everywhere in so many different places. Um, now because of that, his name became quite synonymous in my neighborhood and especially amongst my group of friends and even to this day, we still remember that name. This is 20 years ago more than 20 years ago, and I still remember Shane Gold, and I still relate him as being someone that beat up his girlfriend, purely because it was just this random name that turned up in the community, and people saw it and knew who it was. In fact, we actually went to the point where we found out um, one of the things actually posted his address, which is never particularly nice, but as, as a, you know, a group of 10-year-old kids, we actually were brave enough to go ride our bikes past his house to see if we could see who this person was. That guy became synonymous in our neighborhood for something that wasn't particularly nice, but people remember him, and people still remember him 20 years later. In fact, actually, before I recorded this episode, I actually called up um, all my childhood friends. Um, we have a Facebook um, uh, messenger thread, and I asked if they still remembered who that name was, and every single one of them remembered that name being plastered around our neighborhood and knew exactly who that person was. That's the power of this type of marketing. Now, when I heard this as well, um, Apart from reminding me about that childhood memory of that you know, 
particularly not very nice person. Um, <clears throat> when I heard it for my business and I heard it around a time when I was really struggling in my business to get any sort of leads and any sort of traction and listings, what I realized was that what I had been doing was completely wrong. I wanted to launch my business and I wanted to grow. Well, what I needed to do was what no one else was doing. See, I was cold, I was focusing on cold calling. I was focusing on door knocking. I was doing some letterbox drops. Um, and I was focusing on growing certain social medias, but none of those things were actually working and generating any leads. I told you before, but for the first 12 months, I got nothing. Crickets, no listings, no, no high quality leads, no buyers. I didn't help anyone. All I did was sit on the phone, cold call, and then I would go and door knock and I would um, manage my Instagram and Facebook accounts. And that was it. Um, but I, what I, when I heard this story, what I knew was that if if I was going to grow and if I was going to have success, what I needed to do was stand out. There was no money in the middle. What I needed to do was stand out from what everyone else was doing. I needed to not be ordinary and boring. I needed to do different tactics in terms of my marketing and my lead generation if I was actually going to get anywhere. So what I started to do, because <clears throat> you know, I wanted people to know who I was and I wanted to start actually getting leads, what I decided to do was that I needed to stop cold calling, stop door knocking, stop doing all of those things. Um, and yes, I've talked about how I transitioned my business to a referral business where I started generating high quality referral leads and was able to grow very quickly. But another thing that I did on top of that, on top of that focus is that I became the agent that focused in on LinkedIn. I became one of the top agents on LinkedIn in the country. And not only that, I became the top go-to person on LinkedIn in um, my area and even in the city. Um, See, I had the same insecurities that every single other agent has. In fact, I hadn't sold a house in my first 12 months when I decided to blow up, um, try and blow up on LinkedIn. Um, and I chose LinkedIn, one, because every single agent in my marketplace was focused in on Instagram. It became just this huge thing that everyone wanted to be huge on Instagram. No idea why, it's just like this flashy thing that people like posting photos, especially as real estate agents who are standing in nice houses and they are all got their fancy cars. Um, but I realized that that wasn't me. That's not what I wanted to do. I wasn't having any success because it was what everyone else was doing. So I chose LinkedIn. Why? Because no one else was doing it. And secondly, because on LinkedIn, you're actually able to go search people based on their location, based on where they work. Um, so what I did is I connected with every single person in the marketplace that I was looking to sell within the marketplaces around that. And I just sent connections out to everyone. Now, because LinkedIn is a networking platform, people accept people that they don't know all the time. When you follow it up with a message once you connect with them, that the chances of them responding and engaging with you are super, super high. So LinkedIn became my platform and I started, um, um, even at this point, I still didn't have sold a house, but I branded my LinkedIn to a way that it made me look like I was an absolute real estate agent expert. Made it look like I didn't, didn't lie, I didn't say anything that I, I didn't, um, I didn't um, tell any fibs or I didn't uh, make myself look better than I actually was or lie about how many houses I'd sold. But I just branded it in a certain way where I looked like an absolute expert specifically on my area and specifically um, in real estate. Um, in fact, I changed my name on LinkedIn from Connor Clark to Connor Clark hyphen real estate agent. So it was very, very obvious what I did even when I sent you that connection. Everyone knew even from my title and my name on LinkedIn that I was a real estate agent. Now, <clears throat> of course, in my first 12 months, I had no leads and um, and of course, there were periods where this strategy was hard because um, building any sort of following is, is challenging um, and being consistent and consistently putting out content that people find value was 
um, was challenging. But the best thing about LinkedIn is because it's not all just photos like other platforms, all I had to do was find interesting statistics. I had to make myself seem like an, an expert. So I'm putting out stats for something that people really engaged with because they love to hear what was going on in the market. I just posted um, another genius thing that I did was that any, whenever an agent sold a property in, our, in, my, um, in, my, in my office, what I did was I posted a photo of that property being sold and right at the bottom of that post at the copy, I, I wrote a congratulations to the two agents that read it. Now, do you think people who were scrolling through their feed and saw Connor Clark and saw a house that was being sold, do you think they actually read to the bottom to read the congratulations to those other agents? Of course not. All they saw was a picture in their feed with a congratulations on the amazing sell to the sell to the buyers from and, and they saw my name. So they related another sale of a property to me. Now, after I did this and I was consistent for a few months with this and consistently adding and, and connecting with people, what actually ended up happening was that I blew up on LinkedIn, especially in my area because my connections were all around that area. I was getting tons of engagement, tons of, tons of people commenting on every single post that I put out there. Um, we had a social media manager in our office and she couldn't understand what was going on um, when she was you know, hugely focused on building the Instagram for the office. She couldn't understand why I was focusing on a platform like LinkedIn, um, but it was incredible what started to happen. Um, <clears throat> I started to... Um, I, started to, I started to get people who I was connecting with who were really big movers and shakers in my marketplace, um, not just for referrals, like really helped with referrals because I was able to, people would see my profile, see how active I was, see people engaging and they'd want to meet with me and send me referrals. But on top of that, what ended up happening was that I started meeting with a heap of people who were really high up in business um, all over the city. Um, I started meeting with property developers, I started meeting with um, just all sorts of people, really um, top quality buyers agents, people that wanted to meet with me and refer to me, which I never would have had the opportunity to ever sit in a room with any of these people if it wasn't for this. I met with um, the local golf club wanted to meet with me to talk about sending me referrals, the local basketball club wanted to meet, I was in talks with a local um, football club that wanted to meet with me, um, and we were all talking about um, building a... Uh, uh, arrangements where we could send referrals to our business and we could send compensation back to the people, um, to their clubs in some sort of way. We were trying to negotiate a deal around that way. Um, but I never would have had those opportunities if it hadn't been for the, the reaching out to people in a platform that they weren't used to being reached out on and connecting with people in a platform that people weren't actually using. So yes, you can go jump on LinkedIn and try and build a community that way and build a business that way. But the beauty of doing that isn't that it's uh, you know, the new fad, the new, um, the new social media that's taking off. The reason that it's working is that it's because there are people on there and it's what no agent is are currently doing. No one else in the market is currently focusing in on LinkedIn. That's why it worked for me. And because I was consistent, um, I started to get those appointments and people started to, um, buyers started to reach out to me in, in my messages. See, I was connecting with people, so many people in my area, that people were starting to reach back out to me once I connected with them, asking if I could help them buy a home. I mean, how incredible is that? How would you like to have people who you connect with on social media reach back to you straight away and ask if you can help them buy a home? And I started picking up, one of my first clients that I actually ever picked up was off LinkedIn, someone I connected with who was looking to buy a home. That was the eureka moment when I realized that this was actually working. For 12 months prior, nothing. Couldn't find a buyer if I tried my hardest. I couldn't sign up anyone. 
within a few weeks of doing this strategy on LinkedIn, I picked up a couple of buyers like that. And that was, that was an amazing accomplishment. In fact, I became so big on LinkedIn, there was actually this new app that was looking to um, break into the real estate market. They actually headhunted me and made me um, um, one of only five featured agents on their platform. And this was before I had even sold a house. I was a featured agent alongside other $3 million agents. Um, there, was, there was me, there, there was agents from all around the country, but they really only settled on the people with big followings. And these people with huge followings were agents that had multi, multi-million dollar businesses. I had never even sold a house. There was a $3 million agent in my office and they chose me over him purely because I had a bigger following on LinkedIn and more engagement on LinkedIn, whereas he had a huge Instagram account. I was headhunted for that and that would have, um, you know, that was an incredible accomplishment as well. <clears throat> and that app has gone on to do incredible things as well, by the way. Um, so what that did for my business was I was actually able to start growing quicker because people knew who I was. People in my community remembered me off LinkedIn. See, they were spending time on Instagram, they were spending time on Facebook, and they were spending time on LinkedIn. They were spending time on all the different social medias, like that's how people use them. The amazing thing was when they went on their Instagram account, they were flooded by people, who, by real estate agents who were already on that platform. When they went on Facebook, they were flooded by real estate agents who were on that platform. When they went on LinkedIn, there was only me. I was the only one. So I stood out like a sore thumb. I was the purple cow. I was the only agent on that platform who was doing it properly and actually putting the effort and consistency into growth. So because of that, they started to reach out to me and started to be able to grow my business and scale because I was doing things different. Now, it wasn't as creative as Marty Fox's strategy of growing his business, which if you are a new agent, I would have some fun with that because that sound, when I heard that strategy of putting a piece of A4 paper with one sentence on it being like, who is Marty Fox, the first thing I wanted to do is go do the exact same thing for my business, who is Connor Clark, because I just think it is so genius and such an amazing way to get your name out there and, and to get exposure for your name and your business. I have no idea if it would work and generate any listings or any clients. Um, um, but I just think it would be an incredible strategy. But what I decided to do instead was go the LinkedIn path and start building it that way, which was really successful for me um, and allowed me to have a platform with, for people where I was able to, um, the main reason that I used LinkedIn was yes, I picked up a few clients here and there, but it wasn't really a huge generator of leads for me. What it was more about was having a platform um, and, and branding myself to the point where anyone that I was trying to build referrals with because I didn't have a huge following and I didn't have a huge amount of past sales that I could rely on, anyone who looked me up would find me on LinkedIn because I wasn't really on any of the other platforms. But when they searched me and they found me on LinkedIn, I looked like an absolute expert agent. And because of that, they were a little bit more likely to send me referrals and want to work with me because of that profile and because of that platform that I had bought. Yes, did get a few leads, but it was really more about having this tool and this platform behind me that was just branding my business and allowing me to form relationships and network with movers and shakers in my marketplace and, be, and help to enhance those referral relationships and have a better chance of actually closing them, which is something that I talk about in my guide, Referral Secrets. Um, all you got to do is go to leads that list to get leads that list.com to go get that. And there's actually a chapter denoted to exactly how to brand your business so that you can accomplish something similar. Um, guys, that's all I want to talk about today. Just want you to leave you with one last message. If you're looking to grow a business and if you want to grow a real estate business, which I hope every single person who is listening to this, there's a whole bunch of you now, but I hope every single real estate agent who is tuning into this podcast regularly, or if this is the first time you've discovered this, um, 
I want to leave you with one thing. Remember, there is no money in the middle. There is no money in being ordinary and doing what every single other agent does. There is a whole bunch of money at the extremes. There is a whole bunch of business by being the agent that stands out and does things differently and by being the purple cow. Guys, thank you so much. Make sure you go to leadsthatlist.com and get the free referral secrets guide. It'll teach you the 10 secrets to generating a limitless flow and consistent flow of referrals and how to get anyone to send you referrals. I'm incredibly excited for all the agents who are already downloading it and getting their copy. There is a whole bunch of you and I'm hearing some amazing things back. So thank you guys for getting it already. If you have, make sure you go get it at leadsthatlist.com if you haven't. And guys, thank you so much for listening. I will speak to you very, very soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback. Would you like me to teach you for free 10 secrets to get anyone to start sending you consistent, high quality real estate referrals? If so, go download your free referral secrets guide by subscribing to this podcast at leadsthatlist.com. Again, that was leadsthatlist.com.